This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide, hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all your devices. You can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. So, uh, processors have not been the only uh, hardware uh, talked about this week, uh, including uh, from Apple, right? Yes. So, after Apple made the M1 announcement this week, uh, we started to get a lot of interest in uh, our article about USB 4 because Apple's M1 uh based laptops and their Mac mini that they announced all are going to have USB four. They're not the first actually, because the Intel tiger lake powered laptops, uh, otherwise known as 11th gen core laptops uh, that came, that started coming out about a month ago also have USB four and they have Thunderbolt four, but let's break it down for a second. Cause a lot of people are rightfully confused about what USB four is and what you can do with it uh, and how it relates to Thunderbolt 4 and Thunderbolt 3. So take a step back with me a couple of years. Thunderbolt 3 has been out for a couple of years now. My ThinkPad that I got two years ago has it and it's been around for a couple of years more than that. Um, Thunderbolt 3 allows you to transfer data at up to 40 gigabits per second, which is eight times faster than most USB ports. Most of the USB uh, USB 3 ports that people have, the little blue ports, uh, can go at up to five gigabit per second. There are uh, 10 gigabit ports and there are uh, Type-C 20 gigabit ports that are quite rare, uh, but most of, the, most of the time it's five. So what do you, what do, you do with a Thunderbolt? Well, for one, you could have a docking station like this pluggable docking station that I just uh, tested and just came out this week. Uh, this this pluggable here um, is now out for $300 and it allows you to output to dual monitors and it actually gives you a choice of like HDMI or DisplayPort. So you can have like one of one, either you have two monitors and each one is, you get your choice. Nice. Uh, and it has, um, it has like seven USB ports, five on the back. These are, these are all five gigabit ports, but then these two on the front are 10 gigabit USB ports. Uh, and this outputs hundred Watts, uh, well actually technically 96 Watts of power for, uh, charging your up to a MacBook pro. Um, so this is, uh, I'm throwing this in as another little thing that I, uh, tested this week. This is a this is the pluggable TBT3 UDZ. Say that five times fast. Um, dock. Now this is one of many Thunderbolt docks. And what's great about Thunderbolt is it has the bandwidth that you can output. Um, you know, 40, 40 gigabits. So you can do um, front direct from your graphics card um, really fast. Uh, really fast video, not like a lot of USB docks that use display link technology, which does, which works on any USB, but then 
uses some of your CPU's bandwidth to uh, to manage the video and compress the signal. Um, so Thunderbolt 3 has been great not only for docks, but for eGPUs, which are external graphics cards where you can literally get a box which holds an NVIDIA or AMD graphics card connected up to the Thunderbolt port on your laptop, which otherwise maybe has just has integrated graphics, and now you can play games. Uh, and that's possible because of the bandwidth of Thunderbolt. Um, also, you can connect, get really, really, really blazing fast external SSDs. So those are the things that you can do with Thunderbolt 3. Now, the issue with Thunderbolt was always, in order to have a Thunderbolt port A, you have to you have to get it certified by Intel, and you know that costs money, and I think there's some licensing involved, and and so you never ever ever see an AMD system with with Thunderbolt because AMD Intel, and you never saw a non-Intel system with Thunderbolt, and even among those that were Intel, it wasn't standard. Now USB now USB four comes out and USB 4 includes in its spec compatibility with Thunderbolt 3. It's not required in the spec, but most laptops that have USB 4 will su also support Thunderbolt 3 devices. Uh, phones will also have USB 4, so they phones may not support Thunderbolt because you don't really need to put a dock like this or an eGPU on your with your phone. You don't need to to, to work those together. The USB 4 gives you 20 or 40 gigabit per second speeds. And it gives you the ability to do something called uh, port tunneling, uh, protocol tunneling, which allows this the USB connection to share bandwidth between different types of data. So right now, USB has had something for a long for a while called USB alternate mode, which means that a lot of laptops and um, have USB have send video over a USB C connection, and they can send the videos usually just using the DisplayPort protocol, which it, uh, sometimes it's HDMI, but it's usually DisplayPort protocol. Um, but when they do that. Nobody's really managing the connection to say, okay, DisplayPort is only using 10 of our 40 gigabits per second. Let's give the other 30 to this external SSD that's trying to copy a file. Uh, with protocol tunneling, the USB 4 can smartly manage that so that if you are sending a bunch of data from your webcam and you have an external backup drive. Maybe your backup drive is even a PCIe, PCIe backup drive, and you've got an eGPU and you're sending data. It is able to parse that up and give each, give app, you know, play traffic hop with the bandwidth to make sure that each device is getting as much bandwidth as possible, as opposed to just giving all of the lanes, all of the um, data lanes to maybe a device that doesn't need need all of them at once. Uh, another thing USB 4 gives you is USB 4 will also works with alternate mode and it will allow DisplayPort 2 standard over alternate mode. What does that mean to you? 
it means it can just support an 8K 60 hertz monitor. Um, and in order to do that, it actually needs more bandwidth than USB 4 can, can actually do. USB 4 does 40 gigabits per second, but that's bi-directional. 40 gets gigabits going up and 40 gigabits coming down. Uh, if you use DisplayPort 2, it will actually send all send all eight lanes of data to the monitor and therefore use eight, up to 80 gigabits. Um, but however you, you look at it, USB 4 is a good thing and has a lot of potential. So where where are where are we with it? Well, right now, Apple's M1 based laptops and desktop that were just announced support Thunderbolt. They're not using Intel CPUs as we have just discussed, but they are but they are using Thunderbolt. Uh, the new Intel powered laptops from Dell, Lenovo, HP, all of those companies, those those are going to also have USB 4. Now, there's a little bit of confusion because some of those that have USB 4, it says that they also have Thunderbolt 4. Uh, Apple actually advertises that they have Thunderbolt 3 and USB 4, but they don't say Thunderbolt 4. Well, what's Thunderbolt 4 in comparison to Thunderbolt 3? Nothing. It's actually nothing. Thunderbolt 4 is a certification program from Intel that certifies that a computer can use all the features of USB 4, including Thunderbolt 3 compatibility. So if your computer supports USB 4 and the Thunderbolt 3 compatibility has been enabled and it has 40 gigabits instead of 20 gigabits, because uh, as I said, there's it could be just a 20 gigabit connection. Um, if it has all that stuff, it is Thunderbolt 4 compatible. It's just that the company is probably not paying Intel the money to put that logo on their box, basically. So no one should worry about not getting or getting Thunderbolt 4. Uh, what you really want to know is, is my new computer going to have USB 4? And if possible, is my new computer going to be Thunderbolt 3, have the version of USB 4 that's Thunderbolt 3 compatible? Um, obviously, if they say that it's Thunderbolt 3, then, then you know you're compatible. But one thing that's a little bit interesting is there's compatible and then there's compatible. Uh, Apple also announced this week that its new M1 computers will not work with Thunderbolt 3 eGPUs, even though they're advertising the laptops as Thunderbolt 3 compatible and as having USB 4, um, they will apparently not work with eGPUs. Now, when you think about it, the eGPU is might eGPUs and docs like this are pretty much the main reasons why you want Thunderbolt in the first place. Uh, I mean, you also might want it if you want just a really to buy a really expensive, ridiculously fast external backup drive. That's the other common use case tv production but, and stuff like that yeah so so for that for that you would get but i mean it it is real like one of the things that people would really want thunderbolt or usb 4 for is an eGPU and apple used to tout uh i think with their intel chip that you they actually did, didn't they have an official eGPU they were recommending to people on apple.com yep um 
and they made a big deal so, when they I, launched it. Yeah. So I don't know if they plan to change that, but um, they Apple kind of quietly, uh, it wasn't in the official announcement, but they told, I'm trying to think which outlet it was. Um, we have it covered on tomsardware.com um, that uh, they've, they've said that eGPUs will not work with these new laptops. So that's kind of that's kind of a bummer and and points to the fact that uh, especially when it comes to something like eGPUs, just because something says it's Thunderbolt three doesn't mean it's necessarily compatible. Um, certainly, if you're out there looking for an eGPU, there's some really great sites out there that do compatibility testing because even with laptops that are Thunderbolt that are Intel powered that are Thunderbolt three, there have been compatibility issues with eGPUs. So. Um, but overall, USB 4 is promising. Now, there's really no peripherals out there out yet that set, that are labeled as USB 4. The closest that we have is that there is a dock from OWC that is labeled as Thunderbolt 4, but which I guess means, you know, by extension, it's USB 4. Uh, all that that would really mean is that it's capable through the dock of doing 40 gigabit per second transfers, uh, hopefully. So, um, you know, that that is the one peripheral out there, but so far we haven't seen anything that was marketed as a USB 4 peripheral. On the other hand though, if you bought a Thunderbolt 3 hard drive, a Thunderbolt 3 external SSD hard drive wouldn't come close to the 40 gigabit per second, um, it will work in a USB 4 port on, on these MacBooks. So, you know, you will get that 40 gigabit per second of, of bandwidth, even though that even though those SSDs are not, you know, have not been labeled as USB 4 devices. So, um, you know, we've got a really big FAQ on USB 4 on um, tomshardware.com. And, you know, if you're interested in learning about this new connection standard, which will you know slowly but surely um, be become standard on laptops uh, I encourage I encourage you to check it out it's it's definitely a lot of information uh, and and a lot of like weird branding from Intel on Thunderbolt 4 for example not exactly meaning anything <laughs> it's just right yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's a it very it's weird. a branding program. It's a branding program, and and you know I don't know if Intel really wants you to to know that, right? Really wants people to to um, you know to shout about that. Well, the cat's but out of the bag not, now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's it's no see. I mean, this I is. I mean, they may at some point. They've been very close to the vest about this. So at some point, who knows, maybe Intel will roll out and say, oh, look, there's some other Thunderbolt 4 standard that's faster. But um, what it what it is is really just a certification and therefore not not really meaningful. I mean, I guess if you I guess the good news is if you see something as labeled as Thunderbolt 4, you can pretty well assume that it, it if it's Thunderbolt 4, then it's going to support all the features of USB four, which means 40 gigabit transfers, not 20 True. and backward compatibility with Thunderbolt three, uh, which is not 
um, not required of something to say that it's used before. So, you know, there there is a lot of jargon surrounding this. I certainly don't think people should run out and buy a new laptop just so that they can get one that has USB 4. Uh, I mean, the, the big change in USB that was a really big deal is getting power over USB. Mm-hmm. And that happened a few years ago. Uh, and uh, frankly, every time I talk to the people from the USB forum, as I did USB implementer forum, as I did on Friday, I always ask them, when are we going above 100 watts? Uh, so far, no answer about that. Because <laughs> um, uh, USB 4 still supports, USB 4 supports USB power delivery, which is the the power standard. But uh, as with anything else, the amount of power delivery varies uh-huh. uh, and can be up to 96 or 100 watts, but but no higher than that. So for any laptop that has integrated graphics, that's usually fine. But then when you get to a system that has discrete graphics, like a gaming laptop of any kind, you still have to use a proprietary connector to get that higher that higher wattage. So it's uh, it's always interesting, Avram, to see how incredibly similar yet d- different we are. Because I ask the exact same question of the wireless power consortium. Uh, when are we going to get more than uh, <laughs> whenever I talk to them, uh, as opposed to you talking to the USB implementation <laughs> forum and asking the same question? <laughs> I, want, I, I, mean, I personally haven't I talked want, to the wireless power want, consortium in a while. I want my wireless kitchen. I want the key standard to be out in the wild now that it has a name. Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my... Uh, my my big thing in power yeah, right now. I mean, that that is something that I'm really missing. I I will say re- real quick, kind of inside baseball. One thing I'm really going to miss by not being at CES this year is that's that's a topic that I end up covering a lot at CES and then almost not at all the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Somehow every CES show for the last like three CESs, I've ended up with appointments with like three or four different wireless power vendors who want to talk about how they're just this close to being able to charge your phone over the air, right? And by wireless power, I mean really wireless power, uh-huh. not putting your phone on a down on a Qi charger so that, you know, the, so that you don't have to plug in a cable, but you still have to leave it here. Um, but like wireless over the air charging. Um, <laughs> Nikola you know, Tesla charging. Still, yes, exactly. I mean, they've shown me things it it can be it can work and i think this year we saw one of the first devices commercial devices to to do it i'm trying to remember the name but there was actually a a nintendo switch controller charger Uh that uses the technology but i think your controller still has to be in the dock to do it or something it's not um you know it's still it's still not exactly what what we would want Right. Well, that's obviously that was a a weird side tangent for us, but uh, it's 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 a a passion of mine, especially the key standard. I cannot wait to be able to put a blender down anywhere on a counter and have it work. Anyway, uh, I'm I I'm always intrigued by the 
the inner workings of of things like uh, the 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 USB standard and the the Thunderbolt standard and all the weirdness that goes into it. And I am personally not ever able to keep up on all the details. So I always appreciate when you do it for me, Avram. Yeah, we're we're trying to bring some clarity to something that is a little a little bit confusing. I should say real quick that the USB IF also doesn't like people to be confused and they like they they are among the biggest most annoyed by all by companies using all these numbers like USB 3.1 and 3.2 and what they actually are going to put as their like packaging logo as a certificate when you get certified for USB 4 are not actually going to say USB 4 the, the logos that they use will say USB 20 gigabit and USB 40 gigabit to just literally tell you that's the speed and we're not going to worry you with the version number. But to be, but to keep it real, I mean, people are going to, companies don't, a lot of companies don't use these logos and where most of us get our information about what USB the computer has is not from a logo on the package, but from the spec sheet that's on the product page or, you know, the, the retailer's product page or the company's product page. And that will probably continue to say USB four and USB three and USB three, two and all that. Yeah. We're, we're never going to, going to get away from that, but thankfully it's better than, uh, uh, Wi-Fi, a Q C and whatever stupid things they used to do. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least there, we're just calling it Wi-Fi 6 now. So uh, anyway, thank you, Avram, for uh, for putting ha- for having this FAQ and uh, and giving us a better idea of what it is that we're looking at for for stuff coming out. Uh, you said that the F- obviously the FAQ is on the website. Yes, and and as we speak on our homepage because we've been getting a lot of traffic for it uh, because people have shown renewed interest, and that's when. We've actually made major updates to it on Friday because I got a chance to talk to USBIF and make sure we had all the latest information. Gotcha. Well, I'm I'm glad. <laughs> thank thank you for all of that and uh, and for uh, getting the updated information. And as always, uh, I look forward to what we talk about next.